welcome to Fighting Over the Remote. My name is Robert, and I have the remote this week. Hi, I'm Alyssa, and I was forced to watch Goodfellas. Uh, why was this movie chosen? I think I really wanted to watch... Well, I've really wanted to watch it for a while. I've seen it, like, probably five times. Um, and I was just like... I don't know. I guess with, like, Killers of the Flower Moon coming out, and a lot of... I've been hearing a lot of Scorsese chatter. I just have... You Scorsese head? I don't think I'm like a... A diehard fan. A diehard or anything. I do like his movies. Like, I think he's objectively a great director, but um, this is really his only movie that he's... Like, that I've seen that I'm like... Oh, I, like, really want to watch Goodfellas. Like, I'm always down to watch Goodfellas. And it seemed like a movie that, like... I don't think it's something you would ever watch by yourself. No, absolutely not. Um, so I think I just really wanted to get into your head a little bit with this one and kind of expand our range a little bit. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to say, as far as the movie goes, I have never seen it. I've never seen clips of it, really, I don't think. From what I can remember, I've maybe seen it, like playing in passing yeah like for like a split second it's but nothing big, that like, i remembered it plays on like cable all the time yeah that's what i was thinking like maybe when i was a kid i like saw a tiny bit yeah um yeah but i haven't i'd heard i'd heard of it i've heard that it's a lot of people's favorite movies i feel like would you say it's one of your favorite movies i wouldn't say i mean i wouldn't say it's my favorite movie but it is like in the top like yeah, one of your favorites. 10 or 20, yeah. yeah. Um, which are all interchangeable. Hmm. I feel like it's one of those movies that a lot of guys are like, it's one of my favorite movies. And I'm not, like, trying to generalize or anything. I oh, just... I mean, like, it's for sure, like, a big, like, film bro, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, his use of, like, the freeze frame and Goodfellas, like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it is, like... I think it's a very flashy movie. Bloody, it's violent. Yeah. You know, there's there's sex, there's drugs. Well, that's why I knew it. Like, that's that's kind of, I think, how I knew it wasn't really a movie I, like, would want to watch. Yeah. On my own. Like, it was not a movie where I was like, oh, because I want to watch Goodfellas. Like, that's yeah. never happened. So. Yeah. Which yeah. is a big reason why I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted to pick it, because I did think that you would like it. What happens in Goodfellas? What happens in Goodfellas? Um, you've got Henry Hill. Mm-hmm. who starts out, you see, like, a clip of him at the beginning as an adult burying a dead body. And then, no spoilers, but someone gets killed in this movie. Just a few people. Uh, and then they show him as a kid for, like, a good chunk of the movie. Him growing up as this, um, he's half Irish, half Italian kid. No. I don't think they specify where it's set, because I think it's based, like, within the reality of, like, a book. Which is real life. It's based on real life because these are real people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's New York uh, or, or New York area, I guess. So Chicago, Manhattan, etc. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they show this kid and he is uh, starting to get involved with um, a mob doing like tasks for them. He starts as like a, a cabbie. No, not like yeah. well, I don't want to say cabbie because he doesn't. Yeah, like a chauffeur. Like he's like parking cars and like valet, like running errands and like yeah, cabbie's not. That's the people that drive cabs. Um, 
doing like little errands for them and stuff and then eventually like he starts doing more work for them and gets more invested and involved and like becomes part like an integral part of the mob that they're part of and as he's getting older like as the viewer you're learning more about like how important this mob was and like what all they did and like all the stuff that they smuggled and all this kind of stuff and like his family is very disapproving and then I think he eventually ends up leaving his family's house to live with people within the mob yeah and then you just kind of watch him grow up he kind of fast forwards eight years to where he's an adult and then it shows him uh being basically like one of the not like one of the made men, not one of the main guys, but he's like up there. He's like achieved a status within this mob and is like running Just schemes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of schemes. A lot of schemes. And um, yeah, and then there's, he meets his wife. They start dating, which is funny. And then there's just like a bunch of, it's just like there's so much that happens in this movie. It's like hard to, but basically it's like showing him as he's growing up and becoming more attached to this mob, but also partially being slightly, what's the word? Detached. He's becoming more detached, I would say, because he starts dealing drugs. He goes to prison, yada, yada, yada. And then um, eventually he ends up being a narc mm-hmm. and... Uh, goes into witness protection. Beautifully done. Is that a good? Co- I don't know. There's so much. There's so much that happens. You got the gist of it. The gist. What were your What were your initial thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, uh, my initial thoughts were that it's um, a girlie's favorite telling of age uh, style movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just that's, kidding. That's how I always describe it. Yeah, I would say so. Um, it's a it's a telling of age story. It's very it's a romance. Um, mm-hmm. No, um, my initial thoughts. I did enjoy it. Honestly, it was a good movie. I liked it. Too gory for my tastes. I didn't need all the gore. I yeah. never need gore. I hate gore. There were definitely scenes like where you were covering your eyes because the because it's too much for me. I just yeah. don't need it. I'm like, why do people want to watch gore? Well, and the, it it's opens gross. with them beating a man that they thought was and dead. And he fucking gets a butcher knife and just stabs him like. Yeah. And then they shoot him like eight times. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah, I will say I mean, like I, I forgot that it was that gory. I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understand that it's a mob, so they're trying to like portray, you know, how a mob would be violent. But I'm like, I don't want to watch that. There's not a single part of me that wants to watch gore. Yeah. Or blood, guts, all that. I don't need it. I think, like, what's great about this movie is that it does have, like, a lot of gore and stuff, but it doesn't, like, um, oh, what's the word? It doesn't, uh, like, it doesn't glorify it at all. It does, like, it makes being a mobster, like, well, I mean, at first when he's younger and he is, like, looking up to these mobsters yeah. it's like portrayed as like this great thing they have money they have women they have power and then throughout the movie like henry's like makeup is looking worse he's looking terrible yeah, that's true and i do feel like it's like, still glorified to a degree i mean i think it's glorified in the way that any art depicting anything glorifies it in a sure to a certain to a certain extent yeah. I think what the movie does a good job of, though, is not glorifying, making it seem like uh, 
being a gangster is like trying cool or great mm. like when you watch this movie you don't want to be a, a no gangster no like some of it looks fun i guess or yeah like <laughs> it's like oh it'd be great to have all that money and power but like also no, uh oh i'm just way. at the whim of a paranoid irishman like that's not really yeah you know that's that, true I th- and I, th- I think the movie does a great job of that, and I think that's something that Scorsese in particular excels at. He kind of takes these people that are traditionally like glorified in media, and he makes them yeah um, seem like re- regular people. Yeah. Um, I think The Godfather gets a lot of credit for being like the first movie that like, or the first like gangster movie that really like takes a look at the um, like the real people that mm-hmm. are in the mob. But Goodfellas like kind of strips away even more of the veneer. And like you really see the knots and yeah, was this the was this like the first mobster movie that came out or w- when did The Godfather come out? The Godfather is older, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this was not the first at all, but okay. like it. Like, I don't know what the order. It's kind of like it kind of was. There's like a, it's the first like modern gangster movie. Okay. So oh, because like, Godfather, yeah, Godfather was way before this. Yeah, the Godfather yeah. was in the seventies, and this was in nineteen. I had I had to watch the Godfather for my. Um, I took an expository writing course in college, and it was called. Uh, I think it was literally called like Gangsters or something, huh. and it was about like mobsters and gangsters. It was very interesting. Yeah, we started with mobsters. It was pretty cool. So I had to watch it. Anyway, a lot of great gangster movies. Um, but I mean, like, I won't uh, be watching them, but I, I yeah. think, <laughs> you might. I think, <laughs> I think Goodfellas is, is like extremely influential because I think, mm. I think like the Sopranos wouldn't be what it was without Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, like watching Goodfellas after having seen the Sopranos, you really see like how influenced it is. Tony has panic attacks in the Sopranos. And if like Henry kind if of you haven't seen The Sopranos, that's the premise of the show. Right. Mob boss gets panic attacks and has right. to speak to a therapist. You know, like Henry is the first like mobster in movies that I can think of that like has those insecurities. Yeah, like he isn't all in all the time. Yeah, and he's not really masculine. I mean, he is to an extent, yeah, he but he's is. like I would say he is. I think he's just yeah, he's just like slightly. But there's another version of this of movie where they make. Robert De Niro's character, the hero. And he's like, he's the guy with the plan. He's the guy in charge. And I think Ray Liotta is like a lot more like ratty in this. Like, I mean, yeah. and like, you know, at the end of the movie, he literally is a rat. Yeah. But it's just like a really unique movie from its perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie that really like, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> you just really like it. Yeah, I do. I do. I I think that it was more intriguing and interesting than I was expecting it to be. And I enjoyed the storytelling of it. Like, I think that the direction and, like... Because, like, I know that you said it's based on real life. It's based on a book. So, um, I think that it was an interesting way to tell the story within the writing. Um, I just didn't need... I didn't need all the gore. (laughs) Yeah. My little scared baby. Yeah, I think, like... I just, like, I, I understand that it's, it's just not, I don't, I don't want it. But you're, like, particularly squeamish around gore. Yeah, because I don't like it. It's 
ropes. Yeah. But when they would, like, show a dead body on the screen, you'd, like, recoil and cover your eyes. No, I didn't. A couple of times. It's not just a dead body. They're dead bodies that they've, like, beat the shit out of. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. If it was, like, a body, like, on the ground, it'd be different. But it's, like, when they, like, fucking shoot at it 30 <laughs> times and they kick the head in, I'm like, I don't need to see that. Yeah. It's just funny that, like, that just, that just doesn't bother me, personally. Yeah, it doesn't but. bother most people, but whatever. I think with the acting, now that we're moving to categories, I think for, I think for me, the best acting was Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, and, um... Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro, oh my god. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> I wrote his name down somewhere else. I just, like, I can picture his face. I just, I mean, I just scrambled think, to remember yeah. it. Yeah, I think they... Yeah, I think that they were all... I, I think Robert De Niro... Personally, I think Robert De Niro oh, was so the best. He's yeah. so... I love the part when he cries in the middle of the parking lot when they oh, find yeah. out that um, Tommy... Mm-hmm. Tommy got shot when yeah. he starts crying. Um, that was really, that was funny. Yeah, I think he's great as this, like, guy that's, like, trying everything he can to, like, be the best he can at this thing, mm-hmm. being what it is, like, being a mobster, um, and knowing that it's never gonna, like, fully pay off in the way he wants it to, so he's, like, willing to, like, yeah. do these sketchy things, like, selling coke and, like, yeah. all that. Well, he's such, like, a well-realized character like yeah you just like you know like you get a feeling for how he is going to interact in every situation yeah like he so grounded like such a grounded performance which is funny because the stuff that they're doing is not like yeah so yeah that's what's so funny about like a mobster i think that's what's interesting about like this this is i would say that this is different from Born Identity, I think that's why I liked this better, is that it was, it felt like a fake reality that was real. Mm-hmm. Even though it is a real reality, like those people existed in real life. It just felt like, yeah. oh, I, I understand how this is happening. Like, I, I can see why, like, what's going on. I can see the connections and, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, he was so good. I thought Ray Liotta was good, but I think some of it felt forced to me. Like, some of his character felt a little bit forced. Yeah, I think it's interesting, because, I mean, like, I haven't really seen a lot of Ray Liotta, but, like, from what I've seen, this is, like, and what from what I've heard, this is by far his, like, best performance, and I think he's amazing in this. Um, I think he was great in the I B can't... movie. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, <laughs> that was the first time I'd, I'd never seen, Ray, I'd never seen Ray, Ray Liotta in a movie when I was a kid, mm-hmm. so, like... He played, like, a mean guy in the bee movie, so I thought he was just always... <laughs> like the one with the bees? Like the Jerry Seinfeld yes. one? Yes. Oh, they okay. have a character in the bee movie that, like, is him. Oh, okay. Like, it is Ray Liotta, and That's it funny. looks just like him as he was older. Oh, okay. It's is he really a bee, funny. or is he a person? No, he's a person. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what's funny about it. Gotcha. I, I loved his work in the movie. We'll have to watch B movie at some point. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen that one in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. I probably saw that in theaters when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think he... I mean, he's kind of cartoonish at times, but I think that's like part of the character. Mm. Like he's 
an actor in this world. He's like, yeah, he's trying so hard to be a part of this world. And I guess it fits because like he's forcing himself in yeah. into this. I mean, like, I mean, like his laughing gets a little like. Yeah, it's the, the it's laugh a little distracting. was so. <laughs> 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 he's like opening his entire mouth and not moving his face. It's yeah. kind of scary. Um. Yeah, but I think it, some of it. Yeah, some of it just felt kind of weird yeah um de niro and pesci both i mean like just every second they're on screen like you're yeah. just glued to them Pesci's and you're like so funny you're waiting for them to like fly off the handle yeah it's like yeah i mean like robert de niro has such a good like cold plotting like yeah like you're terrified of what he yeah, is planning he's to good do at being like Joe Pesci, you're it. just like, you have no idea what You're you fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Joe Pesci, it's like you lit a firework and you're holding it in your hand. What's Robert De Niro's character's name? Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're both incredible. I mean, Joe Pesci won an Oscar for this performance, so. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's great in it. I haven't really seen him in anything else other than Home Alone. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he was in The Irishman. He's in a lot Didn't of Scorsese it. movies. Yeah. Um, if you're not catching yeah. it, I'm not really a Scorsese head. <laughs> Scorsese makes boy movies. Boy movies. <laughs> Just kidding. I only watch girls. Silly movies. terms. Silly terms. I don't like those terms. Was there somebody you thought was worst acting? I really I had a hard not, time. The only- I did not like the girl who was the babysitter that smuggled drugs. She's she was so bad, whiny. but I thought she was like. I thought she was like that on purpose. I mean, she was like that on purpose, but it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, she's, it's kind of like if a regular person was thrown into this world. Yeah, I get that, but it bothered me. Like, I don't, for some reason, like, she wasn't like a bad actress. It just like, for some reason, she kind of stuck out. Which, I guess that is part of the movie is that she does stick out. But like, I don't know, for some reason, she didn't have a great. She's one of like two blondes in the movie. (laughs) <laughs> she like one of the only women in the movie she doesn't have an italian accent or like a new york accent i don't know what it was it was just something like it was just something about the character that i was like i don't even really know if they needed to include her character like i think the only reason they really included the character was because of the phone like where she calls from the house yeah they i feel like that was the only up. part yeah. that they needed and you know yeah um i thought I- the the best non-main character was... I actually had a wor- like a... Oh. I had one candidate for... Oh, sorry, candidate. yeah. What was the worst one? I think Lorraine Bracco, when she was, like, crying and just screaming, it was a little... <laughs> like, it wasn't yeah, bad acting, but every it was time she so cried. over the top. I wonder if that's how no. the wife was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, I love I love Lorraine Bracco. She's a great. Maybe in this, that's how the like. Well, you have to think about it. And like, I wonder if they got an interview of the wife within the book. Maybe. Because if not, we're getting the husband's take of the wife. I know they. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know they interviewed the uh, like the guy like Henry Hill. Yeah. Or whatever is. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, that's his name. That's funny. His name is Hank Hill. Hank Hill? It's the same name as the King of the Hill guy. Uh, <laughs> name it, Bobby. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. but, like, the, what I'm saying, like, 
if they only got the husband's perspective of what his wife was like, yeah, then that fits. Been like that she just wailed all the yeah, time. She's she so fucking, fucking annoying. Yeah, I hated hearing her cry. Apparently, he said. Well, we'll, we'll get into that later oh, okay. when we get to like fun trivia. Okay, and stuff. best non-main character. I loved Michael Imperioli, the guy from White Lotus, when he played Spider. I know he's in there for what two, two minutes, three minutes. Go fuck yourself, Tommy. He's so tall and lanky. He's so I funny. I really liked him in that. Um, and I love, like, how, like, he gets, like, all freaked out when Tommy's, oh, like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's such a good actor. Like, you can even see yeah, it then. Yeah, he was I mean, great. he's probably, like, 19 or 20 in this. Yeah. I don't know, but... Um, um, yeah. I really liked him a lot. I loved Polly. I think... Oh, like, yeah, Paul. Who's... It's Polly and then who's the brother? The brother of Polly? Yeah. Uh, the know. one that he starts working for first. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? It's not Tubbs. Who's that guy? Oh, it might be. Is it him? Um, yeah, I can't remember his actual name. Let me find it real quick. Uh, riveting, riveting podcast material. <laughs> Tutty. Tutty, Tutty. I said Tub. <laughs> Tutty. <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked both of them a lot. I thought yeah. they were great. I. I I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, go ahead. No, that's okay. I, I was just going to say, I, I think uh, Polly was just so, like, he was a very, like, in a in a movie of caricatures, he was very grounded. Yeah. And he was, like, I think if that's played by a more over-the-top, like, you believe that he yeah. is this mob boss who oh, has yeah. all the Who's power in the world who does mm-hmm. not need to show you. Yeah, he doesn't need to do anything yeah. to... He doesn't need to pull his dick out to show you he's... No, 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 like, he knows. He's like... Why is that what you used? Why did you use that as the analogy? I don't know, sometimes my mouth moves faster than my brain. That, and sometimes your boy brain. My pee-pee brain. <laughs> pee-pee brain. I, but I love... What I was going to say was, I loved the scene where um, Henry gets out of jail and he's like he knows that he's been found out for selling drugs and he goes to Polly oh, yeah. and Polly gives him money and then it's like and now I can't ever and talk to you. now I must turn my back on you. Yeah, now I must turn my my back on you. That was so I loved that part. I thought that was so good. And I loved the part when he was like interrogating Henry about whether or not he was dealing drugs or not and he was like if I find out you're doing this. It was cuz it's like yeah. it's the presence. Like his his words his words are not like scary and like the way he says them is not necessarily scary like it, sometimes it was like kind of funny the way he would word things but yeah when he's it's like, like the don't make me an asshole yeah it's the presence you're like oh, yeah okay but i mean like he, he seems like a big guy like yeah like, tall and wide yeah. like so i can imagine he has like a presence when you're in this yeah uh yeah. in his presence in his presence um yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have like a? Oh, you know what? I I do want to give an honorable honorable mention to the uh, Tommy's mom, the sweet little old lady who kept cooking them food you after know who they that murdered is? people. No. I'll tell you later. Oh, it's Scorsese's mom. God. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I, I do remember that. I was actually. gonna do that on the fun part at the end. Yeah, that's his mother. <laughs> that's his mother. One of the mob bosses that they show quickly, um, is his dad. Oh, that's funny. Like in the scene where they're like showing all the mob bosses like talking to the camera mm. i love that he breaks the fourth wall in this movie i think that's fun yeah i mean he's like a i think what why people love him so much is that he is like a very he has so much flair mm-hmm. and like he's 
he recognizes that he's making a film. He's not, yeah. you know, you're not, he's not a slice of life director. Yeah. He's, uh, here's a fucking story. Wait, and he you, rams it down your throat. And Were you going to say anything else about the mom? You just loved her? No, I just loved her. She was just a really cute she lady. Great. Food she made looked great. <laughs> no complaints. That's it. Was that one of your favorite parts of the movie? Was the food? Oh, yeah, the food looks it does fucking look really delicious. Good. Oh, my gosh, all the spaghetti. Oh, yeah. You know me. I love, I love a little tomato sauce and pasta. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What were you going to ask? Oh, I was going to transition to, like, what was your favorite moment of the movie? Do you have any favorite scenes? Yeah, I do. I think one of my favorites was the diner scene towards the end when mm-hmm. it's Robert De Niro and Ray Liotta's characters and they're he's like yeah I need you to go down to Florida with this guy and he's oh, like yeah. he never asked me to go out for a hit or something like that and I was, was like when I knew if I went down to Florida yeah. I'd never come back alive and then it transitions into him narking on them like <laughs> yeah. I loved that I thought that was so funny because yeah. I was like in my head, I was like, how the fuck is he going to get out of that? Like, I have no idea I was going to get out of that. Um, I'm trying to think. I really liked the scene. I loved the scene when um, Karen came to jail with the kids. Oh, yeah. That's, and that she's really fucking screaming at him. She's taking and all the paraphernalia I think, honestly, out, what, yeah, him. one of my favorite parts of that scene was when she comes out and she goes, her name was in the book or whatever she yeah, says and she, she says does not move a single muscle of her fucking face and it's so scary i'm like i would be terrified to be her husband right now oh yeah i saw her name in the book and then she starts screaming and yeah when she's throwing the bread and yeah. the cheese <laughs> the and all this shit that was yeah. so so good and then and then the one kid's like screaming and yeah. crying um i mean that scene you just feel like the like it makes you feel like almost claustrophobic because there's just so many bodies in yeah. that, like in the whatever yeah. you would call that space. And yeah, I love that they show like a woman giving her husband head <laughs> when they're walking. I was like, is that how prisons were in the seventies? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so funny. Uh, um, yeah, I really loved. I really loved the diner scene. I loved that scene. Um, I loved the scene at the very end of the movie where he's talking about all of the things he's going to be missing and then he like comes out of his house in this blue robe that looks like oh, a yeah. woman's robe and he like oh, gets yeah. his paper or whatever like i thought that was so funny that felt like the way that last scene was shot reminded me of ferris bueller's day off <laughs> a little bit yeah just <laughs> like the suburbia way, the way he's like i had all these things now here's where i am you know <laughs> like that's what it reminded me of and i thought that yeah. was hilarious going to pta meetings and yes yes driving the kids to yes. school yeah um yeah, I think those were some of my favorites. I think, like, those are all really good ones. I mean, like, I love this movie so much, there's no, like, like, you could pick, any, favorite. You could yeah. pick any scene for me. Um, what I think is funny is that, like, one of my favorite parts is a part that, like, you hated, which is when it's, like, post the big heist and Jimmy starts whacking everybody. I just, like... I hated that. I know, I just... Why did he have to kill everybody? I think the music that they play... I, I can't think of the song off the top of my head, but the music is, like, so, like, counterintuitive to what yeah. is happening on the screen. And Who all did he kill? He killed... Killed everybody. Everyone. But Frenchie Joe Pesci and, and... Yeah. The other guy. And, oh, the one guy that, like, was driving them around all the time? I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God. 
yeah. What was it? Uh, Wait, did he kill cool. Mori first, and then he started killing everyone else, right? Yeah, it was Mori, and then it was the guy with the pink car and his wife. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Killed Carbone. Carbone, Carbone was the guy in the meat in the meat. Uh, oh, in truck. the meat truck. Yeah. Um, I just I, that scene is so good because it just like it's playing this like beautiful music like this just like fun song mm-hmm. and then just showing you know the aftermath Diff. of Jimmy's paranoia. Yeah. Uh, and then I just love the last 30, 45 minutes of this movie. I just think it's the perfect ending. I think it's yeah. so good. Um, that just like that final day where it just puts you in his shoes, you know everything that's happening, yeah. you, you know this is going straight. Like, they're just driving yeah. straight for a brick wall. Yeah, they're screwed. Do you have any... Did you have, a, like, a moment you didn't like? The goriness yeah. in general. I just didn't want it. Yeah, that figures. I think I also... I think, like, I was so within the world of the movie that I got kind of upset when they would show kids seeing oh yeah things like that like like i know that it was like like i i understand as a logical human being that that was within shooting a film and that the kids were fine and that you know all of that but like as someone viewing the movie and actively seeing all this death and this blood and this guts and everything i was like why do they have to include kids in this Why do they need to have kids seeing this shit? I think it's meant to be showing you these are not heroes. These are horrible people who are traumatizing their children, traumatizing the people around them. Right, like, God, the shot where um, Henry's, like, beating up Karen and their tiny daughter's, like, standing in the door. I was like, no! Yeah. Like, I know, like, I know that that, again, is part of the real story. I just was like, yeah, it's always hard when the kids get involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't really like... I understand that the movie wouldn't have the same effect um, if it didn't include the gore. But I just, as a, as the viewer that I am and the type of movies that I watch and the things I enjoy, I didn't like it. Yeah. I think weird. just specifically it was just be when, like... It was overdone, like when they're beating someone up and they just keep beating them up. And it's like, okay, obviously the person is dead now. We don't need to do this. Because, yeah. like, I think that that's... I think watching something like that, it's like... It takes the humanity out of it, which, again, is part of the mobster's mm-hmm. mentality, I guess. is like, yeah. they don't always see people as people. They just see them as, like, moving parts. Yeah. Um... Or chess pieces, I guess. Um, yeah, that was really it. I just... The blood was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't... And I, I also hated, like, the domestic violence, obviously, too. It was a lot to watch. Yeah, very traumatic. Yeah. Just... Eh. Another yeah. woman getting beat up by a man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not to your taste. That's the... Yeah. That's the point of the podcast. Yeah. But, I mean, it didn't, like... It only took away from my like of the movie, like, a little bit. That's good. I would watch it again. I just would cover those bits. This actually, like, instilled a lot of confidence in me, because, like, that's, like, one of the things that, like, I was most worried about. Was the gore? Yeah, just, like, because I know that makes you squeamish. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, 
but that's really the only thing that like in the time that we've known each other that like you've like been like oh I didn't like that in a movie yeah so like the fact that like you could handle that makes me more confident that you can handle <laughs> other things that like I would want to watch are within that realm yeah. yeah um yeah so uh yeah was, oh we didn't even say anything about Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> I just real I just remembered him because one of my lines we, we should mention him and mention him in the I really when I talked about the Jimmy whacking everybody I loved him in he's this so, movie that he's was so, so young. funny he's so even though he's in it for such a short amount of time he's great he's so skinny yeah he's, he's like, funny he looks like he's like six five and weighs like ninety pounds in this he's so funny yeah um yeah do you have favorite lines I mean before we even start watching the movie I told you that I just oh, yeah. love. As far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster. And then it, like, cuts the... Mm-hmm. I don't know, freeze frames, and it, like, does the red t- oh, yeah, tone yeah. over his face where he's, like, right after they, like, killed the guy. Yeah. Bats. Does he kill anyone in the movie himself? I don't think he does. Okay, that's interesting. Because he doesn't even... Like, when they're beating the shit out of bats, he doesn't even hurt bats. He just, like, helps them Oh, that's the true, body. yeah. I don't think he ever kills anybody. Yeah, he just beats up his wife. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he does... There's no way that that... Then the wife's neighbor, Karen's neighbor... Would not who, have like, assaults her. her. No, when he oh. when he hits that man, when he pistol whips oh, the guy like true. seven straight times... Oh, he would have definitely that guy, died. That guy had CTE. That oh, guy he would have died. That I guy think. was doing all kinds of stuff for the rest of the I life. forgot about that. That's true. I yeah. forgot he beat the shit out of that one guy. Yeah. God, that was that was. But you know what? That was one of the scenes. That was for was good like, reason. It was for good reason, but that was one of the scenes where I was like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. I'm like, you've well, done it's enough. So like sudden, because you're like, oh, he's just gonna scream at the guy, and then he just like cocks back his hand and just starts banging that shadow. Yeah, that was pretty rough. So you have that. You had the line at the beginning of the movie. Did you have another one you really liked? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I just really love that line. I don't think. There's a lot of good ones. I mean, I love, mm-hmm. like, the... As soon as Jimmy said that, I knew he was going to kill Maury or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I think Ray Liotta's best performance in this movie is his voice acting on the... Mon- like, on the, yeah. the... Whatever you would call it, the it, narration. It's not ADR. Um, That's when they... Whatever. But he's just, like... He has such good inflections on yeah. that. Like... Like he, he, he really does, and I know that's like somewhat editing and that kind of thing. But like, he just like he nails the tone every time. Yeah, and you just like believe that it is Henry saying that. Yeah, uh, I I had a few. Um, let's hear them. I loved the line where they go to what what was Samuel L. Jackson, L. Jackson's character name? Something like that. Scooter? No, it was like Stacks, maybe? Stacks. I think it was Stacks. I have the cast. Stacks. It was Stacks. Okay. Um, I love when Tommy is seeing Stacks right before he kills him, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, do you guys want some coffee or whatever? Stacks says that or something. And then the other guy's like, Oh, I, uh, he's like, Tommy's like to the other guys, like, Hey, make us some coffee, make it to go. I love, I thought that was so funny. And then when they're leaving after he kills him, yeah, he's like, 
No, what are you doing? Don't bring the coffee. Leave the coffee. We're not bringing the coffee. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. The guy's trying to bring the whole coffee pot with him. And she gets a lot of really good ones. He says another one to Stax, too, where he's like, you would be late to your own fucking funeral. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Before before he shoots him in the head. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of... The, it's kind of like what you said earlier, like about picking a favorite moment of the movie. Like, I feel like it's really hard to pick favorite lines of the movie because it is, like, so good. It's so well-written and so well-delivered that, like, it, yeah, it is hard. Um, I want to give a shout-out to the, like, the scene where you first meet Joe Pesci as an adult and Ray Liotta's sitting there laughing at his story. Oh, yeah. And oh, the, Ray Liotta's like, Oh, you like, think I'm funny? You're funny. You're, you're a funny guy. Oh, you think I'm funny? And Joe Why do you Pesci's think I'm like, funny? I'm funny, funny how? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like this. It's just like... Oh, yeah, I'm funny? I'm funny how? Yeah. Very very scary. I don't understand. You said I'm funny... What, I'm funny like a clown? It's like... And like the way he's delivering it, it's yeah. just so good. Uh, oh, I just yeah. thought of something else that I really liked about the movie. I really like how you can see Ray Liotta's character being detached from mm-hmm. everything. So, like, when they're beating someone up, when they're killing someone, he's, like, watching it, like, why the fuck are we doing this? Like, he's, like, looking at it, like, this is like, not... laughing. He, he does that Yeah, I feel. Too. I feel like for the most part, though, when it's, like, brutal, he's, like, looking at them, like, what's happening? Why are we doing this? Like, yeah. kind of like a scared kid kind of face. I think he does that whenever it's, like, outside of something that, like, makes sense Necessity? To him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Like, when Robert De Niro's character, like, chokes Maury with the phone cord the first time. Like, when you first meet Maury. Mm, yeah. Um, he's and Ray Liotta's cracking up. Yeah. Because he's like, well, yeah, we're just trying to get money out of him. Yeah. But then when, like, Joe Pesci kills um, Spider. Yeah. Uh, he looks shocked. Yeah. And even Robert De Niro's like, the fuck is the matter with yeah. you? Yeah. Come on, are you stupid? Yeah. Yeah. I just needed to say that because I, I just thought that that was really good. I liked that. Yeah. Part of the movie. Um, okay. Um, nitpicks? You got any nitpicks? I, like, really trying to think of one. The the only one I can really think of is that Henry would not have. But it's, like, so hard because it's a real... Like, this happened in real life. But I don't see how Henry got out of there alive. Yeah. There were so many opportunities That's, for him to die. Yeah. I think... That's what, what's so crazy about it. I, like, feel... I mean, I guess, like, Polly must have been a little bit of a sap, because, like, I just feel like Polly would have been like, I must turn my back on you, and he would have immediately killed him. Or, he would have been like, he would have been like, hey, look, like, just promise me that you're clean now, I know the drugs fucked you up, come back in, and then killed him. Yeah. Because I don't think, like, I think they would have had, they had to have known that he was going to betray them, since they kicked him out. That's what I think is interesting, is because... Ray Liotta's character, and I'm guessing the character in the book, I honestly didn't see that coming. Him ratting? No. Yeah, I guess... I didn't feel like that was going to happen. I guess I've seen it so many times that I, like, know to look for the signs, but... Yeah, uh, I was going to say that. I was like, I think once I realized... Once he did rat them out, I started remembering the scenes where they would be killing someone or beating someone up, and he would be kind of, like, in the background, like, what the fuck? Um, then I was like, okay, okay, I see it. But yeah, I, I think, like, that's... What was interesting is... Yeah, like, I, I think 
because the guy didn't didn't die, they did a good job in the movie making it so that he didn't. Yeah. I think the fact that he was willing to go against Polly and sell drugs kind of showed that, like, in the end, he was willing to turn his back on them yeah. in order to save his own ass. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, what he did. I, yeah, I think for me, my nitpicks were, obviously I said the goriness and then the domestic abuse, which, again, I know is within the world, but also the skips of ages <laughs> with the characters yeah, i was like they weren't really realistic like the beginning when um henry m- makes a comment about robert de niro's character being 28 or 29 and they show him and he looks <laughs> like, like he's 45, 45. Yeah. i'm like yeah, okay i think that was annoying to me because i was like they just wanted to use these actors so they were like we'll just make it look like they're younger you know or whatever like when ray liotta is supposed to be 21 and he's like 30 i was like scorsese does that a lot and that always bothers me Uh, joe pesci's character is supposed to be the same age as ray liotta's character no way yeah Yeah. that really that took me that's what i think that's what bothered me about it is that it did take me out of it i was like there's no way yeah which, because I was, like, very, like, within the story. Like, I felt like I was really paying attention to the story. And then when that happened, I was like, Ugh, you're very old. I don't think that that's right. Um, yeah. I, I did think that sometimes... I did think that sometimes he did put mobsters into a good light. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's one of those things where if you tell a story about people, it's impossible for them not to, like, be in a good light at certain yeah, moments. I suppose so. I think it's just, and I don't, I don't want to sound like a just a whiny person complaining about a movie, but like, I think it is still difficult to watch a movie like this for me, and like to not be thinking like of generalizing (laughs) here um of men watching it and being like oh that's so badass you know like it's just like (laughs) annoying to watch something like that and like have that in the back of my mind of like men being like yeah it's so fucking cool to be powerful and beat your wife up and um but i mean like obviously like scorsese does a good job of like counteracting that as well well there's gonna be like no matter how blatantly critical you make your movie of a certain type of person there's going to be some moron who watches it and gets the opposite take Uh, absolutely because because i think that's sometimes what men get out of this movie i shouldn't say men i should say people i think that's also something that people some a small percentage most likely get out of this movie is they completely miss the point of like how terrible life like this is and like how draining a life like this is and how you just end up losing it all one way or another, whether you die young or you end up in witness protection in Indiana or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Um, I think some people are just, it's going to go over their heads. Yeah. They're going to say cool man, do blow, fuck bitches. Cool man on drugs in cool suit, cool car, girlfriend, (laughs) wife, kids. Me see drug and woman me like. Yeah. And if you identify with this person that we're just talking about, you're the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anything interesting you found from looking up the movie? <laughs> uh, according to the guy who wrote, like, the actual Henry Hill, he said that Joe Pesci's character was, like, 90 to 99% accurate, except for the fact that uh, Tommy in real life was, like, a massive dude. Oh. Which would have been, like, oh. so much scarier. Yeah. Because um, then he's really, like, no one can stop him. Yeah, because, like, like, Joe Pesci, like, part of, like, what makes him, like, he's so funny in this movie. Yeah. And if, I think if he was a big guy, it wouldn't it would be, be funny. It would be funny. Yeah. And you kind of need that. You kind of need some comedic relief, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think... Wait, so yeah, did Henry right. Hill write the book? Henry Hill wrote... Yeah, it's like, like a... It's oh, like it's a, a memoir. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know it was him. I thought it was just someone... Yeah, one, one other thing I saw was that, um, like, Scorsese was, like, given a copy of the, I think he was given a copy of, like, the early, like, drafts of the book. Oh. Maybe. Oh, that's interesting. I can't see where it was, but he basically, like, as soon as he heard, like, he apparently had decided he didn't ever want to make another gangster movie, and then he heard about, um... Did he make The Godfather? No. Oh, what did he make before this? Uh, I mean, he made, like, three or four. Like, he has a lot of, like, What other gangster movies has he made? Movies. I mean, I'm more familiar with his later work. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I was just curious. But I, I think Mean Streets is a gangster movie, and that was his first movie. Um, he made... Uh, is 68 director credit. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he did Mean Streets. New York, New York, maybe. Raging Bull has a little bit of gangster at the end. Um, Color of Money, maybe. Mm. No, no, Color of Money is not. I don't know. He um, just, he said he didn't really want to do a movie in the style anymore, really. Yeah, and then... Um, but he, like, he read the book, and he, like, immediately called the guy who wrote it, and uh, he said, I've been wait- waiting to make this movie, or I've been, like, waiting for this book all my life, and the guy oh. was like, I've been waiting for you to make this mo- a movie wow. my whole life. Love at first sight. Yeah. Um, first read, I guess. I wait, we didn't even talk about how gay the mob is. This is a well, gay they just movie. Give each- they give each other little smooches? They, you cannot tell me, you cannot tell me that mobsters did not have sex with each other. You cannot tell me that. <laughs> I think I refuse to believe those, the mobsters, the head guys are more important to those men than their wives. You cannot tell me that some of the mobsters did not have sex with each other. I would not believe you. Well, I'm sure some of them have. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's I think erotic. you get any group of men together. Somebody's having gay sex. Yeah, it's going to happen. And it's a sin. Just kidding. Um, I mean, just statistically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> statistically, you have a group of men. Some of them are having sex with each other. I just, like, I love, like, they're kissing each other on the cheeks. They're kissing each other on the mouths. They're tapping each other's butts. They're hugging. Yeah. They're, they know everything about each other. They're always involved in each other's lives. Yeah. I think that's the important part is that those men are more important than anyone else in their family. 
Yeah. It's like more than a marriage to them. I mean, it's a cult. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. And cults have a lot of sex going on in them. So. Yeah. I mean. Just saying. I think every cult that has ever been founded has been founded. There's some so sex that in there. Men can have sex with. Insert, Anyone. Insert here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the good cults are the ones where anyone can have sex with anyone, but the bad ones are when it's men having sex yeah. with anyone. <laughs> we love an orgy cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the thing that I found that was interesting about the movie that we touched on earlier was that Martin Scorsese's mom and dad are both in this movie, which I think is very cute. And they're in, like, all of his movies, I think. Oh, are they really? Yeah, well, it didn't say all of his movies, but they're both in a lot of his movies. That's they cute. make cameos. I'll have to keep an eye on that. I didn't know that. I knew I knew his mom was in this one. I didn't know his dad was. His dad was a character named Vinny, which was one of the mobsters, oh. one of the head mobsters. Um, if you could give the movie one Oscar, what would it be? I think this movie should have won Martin Scorsese, his first best director. When did he win? He didn't win his first one until like 2008. Or oh, really? Yeah, wow. I don't think so. Uh, this was 90. Yeah, this was 1998. And this That's is crazy. the. Yeah, he's only won one Oscar. What? That's nuts. I mean, he's the greatest living director. And. He's the greatest living director? I think most people would agree with that. Okay. I don't think that. I mean, he's definitely the most prolific, I think. You could say prolific. I mean, it's subjective. Greatness is subjective, but... Yeah, I know. In my opinion, he's the... Yeah. He's the greatest uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I would give him Best Director. Dances with the Wolves. Oh, that's Kevin what... Costner won this year. 1990. That year? Yeah. Oh, this... Oh. Oh, Kevin Costner directed Dancing with the Wolves? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Which, if you ever seen that movie, um, I think if I could give the movie an Oscar, I think it would be I think it would be Martin Scorsese for directing because I I do think it was directed really well. Although I forgot to say this in my nitpick, but it does feel like there's too much going on sometimes, which I think was purposeful. But as someone with ADHD, it's a little bit jarring. Yeah, and it's hard to keep track. Um, I think I think what I mean by that is like the shots were sometimes like a little bit too much not I'm not thinking of the paranoid part towards the end I'm just talking about in general like there was like he used he used so many stylistic devices that it sometimes was like distracting like kind of overwhelming but I I do I do think that um he should have deserved an Oscar for this was a pretty good movie um I think also Robert De Niro should have won would he have won Best Supporting? Yeah, he would have been Best Supporting. Um, Pesci won. For I, I, yeah, so I it's thought like, Pesci's great. But I think... I honestly thought Robert De Niro... I thought he was better, but he was in it less. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think also adaptive, adapted screenplay. Yeah. I really liked the writing. Yeah. If you had to choose one of the three, you'd choose director? Um... I think I would choose screenplay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is, like, I mean, some of the dialogue in this is so, like, they get to the point so quickly. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, would you watch this one with your parents? Yeah, if they wanted to. Yeah. I, I don't think, 
Now that I've seen it, I don't know if I would... Like, I feel like I would be okay with, like, getting up and getting a snack or, like, getting yeah, on my phone a, for a second. Yeah, you would need to catch every minute. I wouldn't need, yeah, because I know the gist. I think I would pay attention to, like, my favorite parts. I would be like, oh, this is the, I really like this part. Maybe we should add a section to this where we talk about, like, what moment of the movie we would, like, skip next time. <laughs> yeah, like the, that'd be funny. I know, like, uh, on the Rewatchables podcast, they have, like, five-minute pee break. Like, where would oh. you take that? I think you would take it during the like the the whacking scene. I um, think I would have taken it when they were killing that one guy and they were just like dragging his body around in the sheets. Yeah, I, I think, think I would do it when he's in prison. I like that scene, but I'm just like, oh, when they're smuggling stuff. Yeah, when they're just like cooking and stuff. Yeah, like, I like that scene, but I'm not like. Yeah, it is funny to see how they live when they're in jail. Yeah. Though, like that part's funny to me. Yeah, they've but got that, beds. It doesn't they've really got drive sheets. The plot, so. They've got a kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, horniness meter for this movie's got to be a zero. It's a zero. Yeah. There's no horniness for me. Yeah. I don't find any of the characters attractive, even the actors. Really. Yeah, I think Robert De Niro's weirdly handsome in this, and I think I think Lorraine Bracco's like beautiful. Yeah, that's in this true. Movie. That's true. I didn't think about that. She's very, very pretty in this movie, but I think um, the domestic abuse just really yeah. turned me off. I mean, I gave it a zero out of five too. I, there's no like. Yeah. I think there's like half a sex scene with Ray Liotta and Lorraine it, Bracco. Yeah, they're like, like full right clothes. The, yeah, it's, it's like them just making them, like, out touching and then it's each other. That they have sex, but like yeah. Um, I yeah, guess at no this love. time they couldn't really have. They probably didn't want to include a lot of sex because it would have had. They would have had to get like some kind of. Like I know I don't know. Like Maybe. I feel like yeah, you have to do more when there's sex scenes in it. Yeah, and they true. didn't really need sex to be a part of the movie at all. No, and I think sex would have like glorified it even more. That's true. Although they did, he had so many girlfriends, but. About, uh, did you get any life lessons out of this movie? I got a few. Um, don't be a mob boss. Okay. Don't sell drugs. Okay. Don't get yourself involved. Don't get yourself involved in something you can't handle. Oh, there you go. That's a I good one. Thought that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I like the don't sell drugs one because it's like, yeah, don't sell drugs, but also like, don't turn your back on your mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, don't deal drugs, especially not cocaine. There you go. Especially not if your mob boss is telling you not to. Yes. And especially not if it's going to get you whacked. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I really have any hot takes. I think the hot take is that I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I think my hot take is that I like the movie. Nice. I like the movie. I think mine, I don't think it is a hot take because I think a lot of people do consider this his best movie, but I think this is Scorsese's best movie. Um, I mean, you know, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, The Departed, they're all great, but, I mean, this movie just, like, I don't know, just, like, hits, like, my, like, my entertainment bone. I don't know what the, mm. what the proper term would be, but, like, every- <laughs> It just checks all the, yeah, it checks all the boxes for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't- this movie, Would this movie be better as the opposite genre? I don't no. Think so. I don't yeah. think it would, I don't think it would be good as anything other than it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which brings us to our final score. I mean, this is a 5 out of 5. This is, like, I, I absolutely adore this movie. It's a 4 for me. Nice. Wow. I was expecting, I liked I was it. expecting a 3. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I did That's like good. it. I really did. I think nice. I would I would be happy to watch it again. I would just now I know the parts I don't want to watch, so I would just close yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Um Yeah. Would you recommend this to other watchers like you? I think I would. I think I would um I think I would give them kind of like a heads up of like the violence. And this stuff, is the yeah. gist of the movie. Yeah. If you're not really a violence person, if you don't like gore, I don't know if I'd recommend it to you, but like it's a good it's a it's a um good movie. It's a great great movie. I think I would recommend it to like people who like movies but lean towards like romance and stuff. Um You would? I think I would like I would recommend it to that sort of person. Hmm. But somebody who is like oh I just like rom coms or yeah, something no. like that. Like I would just be like like Not for you. Yeah, like you can kinda of tell when somebody would be like like, if they, are you saying, like, I see what you're saying. You're saying, like, if there's someone that really enjoys movies, like, likes good movies, but has a tendency to lean towards romance, you would recommend it to them. But if it was yes. someone who was like, I love rom-coms and comedies, you'd be like, like, mm. like, even if you, like, really didn't like this movie, I know that you would, like, appreciate it for what it was. Yeah. And, like, I can usually tell when somebody would, like, appreciate it, even though, they, like, I've seen movies that I, like appreciate the craft but i don't really like it that much yeah and i think i would recommend it to that sort of person but i wouldn't recommend it to like yeah you know somebody who like ex- exclusively likes girl movies or like we st- we gotta stop. <laughs> i don't like those terms i don't like those terms because i don't think that they work anymore yeah but that's I, true i think it's just like but i think when you say like i mean it's not even like I don't even think it's gendered. It's just like there's boy movies and girl movies. Like they're no, but it's like studios are making these movies for boys, no, or studios I, yeah. are making I mean, these movies for girls. I that's true. I just think like we need to figure. I think we need to. That's we do need to find a better. Assignment. We need to find that's a better our homework term, assignment sure. before the next episode is to find a substitute for girl movies and boy movies because I'm tired of hearing those terms because they're gendered and they also I don't think work anymore. Yeah, for the most fair. part. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, you had quite a win with this one. Yeah. Uh, do I even have to ask? Do you still respect my taste? <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I still respect your taste. The crap goes wild. Um, yeah. If you've listened to this point, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thank um, you. Please leave a review and a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, we release podcasts every week. Breaking down a new movie. Um, Give her a listen. Next week, Alyssa has the remote. Not Wait. A, I don't know if she knows what I, I'm going to watch yet. Yes, I do. Robert, you're going to watch Like Crazy. No, I'm not. You, yeah, you are. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. Okay. I don't really have any... Uh, any knowledge about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I know of it. Yeah. All right. You're going to like it. I hope. I hope so, too. I always hope I like it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.